hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle. CNN Radio, I'm Paul Chambers. Washington issues a bulletin citing an alleged claim of responsibility for today's assassination of former Pakistani Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto. A Department of Homeland Security official tells CNN that al-Qaeda is taking credit for the murder that's rocked the U.S. ally in the war on terror. Months ago, Bhutto sent an email to a longtime American advisor saying if she was killed, Pakistani President Pervez Musharraf would bear some of the responsibility. More from CNN's Wolf Blitzer. I remember vividly Mark Siegel, a longtime friend of hers, uh, one of her uh, consultants, advisors, a U.S. spokesman who had worked with her for many years, including when she was the prime minister of Pakistan, friend of hers for 25 years. Uh, he got this email from her back on October 26th, uh, and he sent it to me saying she wanted me to have it, uh, but uh, I couldn't uh, share it with anyone un un unless she were killed. If she were killed, she wanted the world to know of her concern about President Musharraf. The Pakistani government says adequate security was provided for the former prime minister. The Bush administration urges Pakistan to go ahead with elections set for January 8th. Police affidavits say a woman and her boyfriend have confessed to the murders of six people on Christmas Eve. All of the victims related to the woman. Seattle Post intelligencer reporter Levi Polkinman calls it a real shock for the small community of Carnation. I think they're really shaken by it. Um, it's a, a pretty small, tight-knit community out there. It's relatively near Seattle, but it's tucked away in this valley up kind of out of the way, and it's still very much a rural kind of farming community. The couple have been ordered held without bond. The investigators have yet to say how a 350-pound Siberian tiger got out of its open-air enclosure, but the San Francisco zoo director admits the wall around the animal's pen well below the recommended height. The most trusted name in news, this is CNN Radio. Marie is excited to announce a new class lineup for next year. In addition to her weekend Reiki workshop, which she will teach twice next year in the Seattle area and once in Oregon, she is adding a new workshop entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. Marie's one-day workshops will include her annual automatic writing class, backed by popular demand. New to the schedule for next year includes a class that will take an in-depth look into understanding illnesses facing children. As more and more of our children are faced with increasing illnesses and challenges, we as members of their families and society need to gain a better understanding as to what is behind these illnesses from a spiritual and energetic basis. Another exciting new class is entitled The Energy Medicine Experience. Join Marie in learning how to expand on the experience of energy medicine. Marie will also continue her traditional monthly evening classes covering a host of interesting topics, new and old, as well as expanding her teachings to outside Washington State. Stay tuned for upcoming dates and further details. Learn about chakras and energy medicine. Listen to Marie Manucheri Show every Thursday night between 7 and 8 p.m. and an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Brought to you by Alicia Weinberg, acupuncturist in Woodenville, Washington. For more information for Alicia Weinberg, you can contact her at www.iafa.com, A-Y-A-F-F-A.com. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle. Welcome to the Marie Manucheri Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well.
Hello, everyone. This is Marie Manucherry. Welcome to Where Energy and Medicine Meet. I am looking forward to spending the next hour with you. And we've got Tom, who is our audio engineer in the studio with us. And Mary Lee is answering the phone. So if you decide that you want to call in and um, ask a question today on any subject matter that you wish, um, we have a toll-free number, which is 877-825-8828. And Tom, we also have a local number as well. What is that number? We do. If people want to give us a call locally, they can call 425-373-5527. One more time, that number, 425-373-5527. Thank you. You're welcome. So we've all finished our Christmas, basically. Yes. Yeah, it's done. Well, pretty much. Pretty much? Well, my parents sent me a package that didn't get here until today. Oh, have you so, opened it yet? No, it's in my aunt's house, and I won't be able to get there till Saturday. Oh, what do you think's in it? Ooh, based on some of the stuff <laughs> that they had my grandma get me, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking it's some software. Oh, nice. Is oh, that what yeah. you wanted? Yeah. Good. Stuff, more like some stuff that I needed. Oh, good. Yeah, good. So. Excellent. Well, the holidays are officially over with at least Christmas Eve and Christmas. <sighs> and we're heading into New Year's Eve and the new year, 2008, which is a very exciting time for me, I believe. You know, that embarking on this brand new year with an eight in it, which in in mysticism or in energy medicine, eight is the affinity symbol. So it means unlimits, you know, oh. un- unlimiting ourselves, um, releasing baggage, allowing ourselves to have... Um, a large capacity to all the things that we wish and desire in our lives. And so, you know, some of the things that I think are really important as we embark upon this new year is to make some, perhaps uh, to create some ideas of what we would love to create in our life. Not New Year's resolutions. No way. Yeah, I'm not a, a big proponent of New Year's resolutions. Neither of us are. Right. Yes. Yeah, we found that out when we were waiting outside <laughs> for Mary Lee to show up um, for the show, um, that neither you or I agree that that's a great yeah. way to no way. move forward. Right. So, so why do you feel that way, Tom? Um. I'm just, I'm of the opinion that uh, if something good is worth doing to better yourself, you don't, you shouldn't wait to do it. You should just do it. Right. You know, like if your New Year's resolution is to, you know, eat better and, you know, get more exercise, lose a little bit of weight, you know, and you thought about doing that as your New Year's resolution in October, maybe you should have started doing it in October. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Because there's a lot of people that go out and it's kind of a disposable thing, it seems like, where, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm going to resolve to do this year, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm going to save more money, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then a month and a half into it, whoop, so much for that, and then uh, (laughs) better luck next year. Well, you know, there's a whole, you know, 10 and a half months in there that is worth doing stuff. Well, I agree with you, and I think there's a lot of negative energy about New Year's resolutions. I think it's stressful on people, puts a lot of pressure on them, and I don't feel very many people are successful with them. Mm. So I actually prefer and suggest to clients and students that instead of making a New Year's resolution is to think about all the things that they've changed in their life that we are completing in, in the year. So in 2007, writing down all the things that you've already changed or have somehow changed in your life, whether it's your hair color, a relationship, whether you've moved, you've changed jobs, you bought a new car, you created a new belief system, which I'm always hoping that people are doing or shifting their perceptions so that they can truly create the things that they want in their life. And I recommend that people spend a lot of time actually writing those things down and celebrating those things before they move on to the next venture. Um, And so I would hope that all of you make um, a list between now and New Year's Eve of all the things that you've already accomplished this year. No, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because then it, it kind of gives you, it's a little bit more morally boosting right? when you can say, look back on something and say, you know, because hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? and look back and say, yes, I made these changes for myself or right. no, I didn't make these changes for myself, but look what I have accomplished. Right. And then, hey, good, you know, this is good. I'm glad that I got this stuff done. Let's time to move on to other things. And I think it's important to appreciate what you've already changed. Oh, yeah. You've know? you got to recognize that you actually Absolutely. have made a change. And I don't think it needs to be done in 20 seconds or 20 minutes or even a d- in a day. My girlfriend Jen and I, we go on very, very long walks. I've talked about this before. We yeah. walk like 10 miles through Kirkland, maybe once or twice a week, three times if she can get me out of the house three <laughs> times. And um, we have been working on this for the last several months, appreciating the things that we've already accomplished in our life, oh, yeah. which is, I think, very important. Before you move on to the next year, you know, yeah. acknowledging that changes have been made. Wow, look at what I've changed. And now moving on to what would I like to manifest in my life? What would oh, I yeah. like to create? So there's actually three books that I recommended this um Um, for the holiday season, if you will, and for the end of the year, and maybe something that you would want to read in 2008. And one of them is called The Intention Experiment, written by Lynn McTaggart. She was actually in Seattle in October. She gave a talk at the East West Bookstore, and I was um, fortunate enough to be there. 
It's a fabulous book that talks about the first three-fourths of the book are about um, how t- how science has actually proven that we do set intentions all the time and subatomic particles are creating our reality, which is also a part of our thoughts and our belief system. So basically a, a kind of a science introduction into quantum physics. And then the last third of the book is about how to set intentions, how to set positive intentions to create what you want in your life. And I think that's truly the way we should look at how to proceed into the next year after we've adequately appreciated the year previous is how do we create what we want in our life? How do we be happy? Yeah, that is the uh, million dollar question, right. as they say. Yeah. Right. So we're going to give out those phone numbers again, Tom. We have a toll-free number and a local phone number. Certainly. Uh, if you want to give Marie a call toll-free, that's one 877 825-8828. One more time, that number, 877-825-8828. Or locally, you can give us a call at 425-373-5527. One more time, that number, 425-373-5527. So the other two books that I'm recommending, one of them is out of print, but Amazon does carry it, so they must have some in their stockpile somewhere in a storeroom. And the book that I'm recommending that's out of print is called Most of All, They Taught Me Happiness by Dr. Robert Mueller. It's a fabulous book about a man who lived during World War II and ended up becoming um, the Secretary General to the UN. And so he's had an exciting life, a very intelligent man, and um, he talks about how even during trying times in his life, he learned how to be happy, um, even during the difficult times, which which is what I believe is all about co-creating. And I think a big percentage of the human population, at least in North America in 2008, are going to be figuring out how to manifest through joy, not out mm. of fear. Because most of the time we make changes because we're scared. That's true. You know, oh, I better go get a different job because I'm scared to death that I'm not going to make enough money next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And how about, wow, I'm going to go get a new um, profession or create a new force of employment because it makes me happy, mm. which of course allows us to create abundance. Yeah. And then another great book that I just um, read recently is called If the Buddha Dated. Uh, It's a fabulous book um, by Charlotte Kasel, K-A-S-L. I'm not sure if that's the correct pronunciation. And it's a handbook for finding love on a spiritual path. I think it's actually Castle. Castle. Have you read the book? Uh, No, but I believe that there is another one called If the Buddha Married. Yes. That uh, a friend of mine. Yeah, so, read, so if you get this book and then you get married, then you have another book about what to do when you're married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very profound information and spiritual and reminds you about what we're all really looking for in this path of um, creating relationships. Mm. So I notice we do have a caller on the line. We do. We have uh, Noreen with us. Hi, Noreen. Hi. How are you? What can I do for you? I am doing okay. Okay. Um, I heard your program today, the the rerun of last week's program. Well, thank you for and, listening. <laughs> and uh, so I wanted to call you tonight and yeah. talk to you about, um, uh, I seem to be losing my hair. Ah. Uh, well, um, and I'll, I'll let you go ahead and continue speaking, but you know, the area that I've been in your body since I heard your voice isn't your crown chakra, which actually governs the skin and your central nervous system. The crown chakra is on top of the head. I'm literally in your solar plexus. So I'm in the area right in between your rib cage, your third chakra. So I'm in your immune system. I'm in your endocrine system. And in my opinion, you're under a lot of stress. Is that true for you? Yes. Yeah. And that's probably what's causing the hair loss, the anxiety oh. and the stress. Okay. And and here's what I'm picking up on about you. I, I feel that you've been on a in a progressive spiritual path over the last two years. Is that true? That's true. Okay. And so what's happened is that your personality and your consciousness are too far away from each other. So in other words, your personality hasn't caught up with the consciousness that you have learned to accept or to understand or to grow with. And so it's almost like having two parts to yourself which generally we are very um, interesting beings with all kinds of interesting qualities to ourselves and our um, lovely uh, immersion into expanded consciousness. So you're literally having a battle between how you used to be and how you used to think and how your body vibrates and what you believe now. Right. Okay. So what's going to be important is get your body up to speed. So in other words, your body is reacting from a cellular belief system that you no longer use in your daily life. But it's like your cells, our cells hold memory. And so your cellular memory is actually saying, no, this is what we think. This is what we believe, even though consciously in your brain and in your mind, so to speak, you're feeling very different. Right. So here's a homework assignment that I'm going to recommend. Um, And I would speak to a holistic person about taking some good supplements to help with your endocrine system. 
um, you know, if you haven't done that already, so to help with it, decrease the stress in your body. But what I would love for you to do is several times a day, think of something that makes you feel happy. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's chocolate ice cream, a, a beautiful baby's face, a, a lovely dog, or a gorgeous tree. Um, but think of something that makes you feel happy, and then feel happy for 17 seconds. Allow that feeling you know, to last. So it starts in a thought, moves into a feeling for 17 seconds. 17 seconds of happy feeling erase 2,000 hours of negative thinking. Wow. Yeah. And you've been under a lot of stress, a lot of negative thinking. And it's almost like your mind runs away with you in this negative thinking that I'm seeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what will happen when you do this exercise is your body will become more comfortable with an increase in vibration and frequency. So that within probably, I'm getting 12 to 14 weeks. You can let me know if that is true for you. You can call into the show or email me through my website. Okay. And let me know how you're progressing. And if indeed 12 and 14 weeks is when you begin to notice a change, you're going to come to a new plateau of how your body vibrates in the world, which will d- immensely decrease your stress. And I think then you'll notice a change in your hair pattern. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been losing hair? Oh, it's just been, oh, probably the last month or so. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was a little bit longer. I was more at six months, but to me it was, a t- you know, it's not a chronic condition. It's something that's new, and I believe it's stress-related. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Well, thank you. Thank you for being having your show. You're welcome. Happy holidays. All right, you too. Great. Bye-bye. So stress is amazing. You know, it it can do all kinds of things to our body. In fact, all illness, in my opinion, is based on some form of stress. Oh, yeah. I would not. uh, I'm I'm not going to argue against that one. (laughs) Yeah. You're not allowed to argue with. No, No. actually, you can argue with me whenever you want to. (laughs) But yes, stress is is kind of the initiator. It's it's what starts um, the problems that we eventually see physically in our bodies. Mm. And so hair loss, thankfully, is not a serious condition. I mean, certainly, I'm sure some people who have serious hair loss do feel that it's a hey serious now. condition. Hey <laughs> some of us with uh, just looking at the eventualities of getting older <laughs> are well, not too pleased about that. <laughs> well, I think all men are lovely with hair or without hair. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, so we're, we're going to talk a little bit about some classes that I have coming up. I, I take November and December off, and I'm, I'm bringing that up because I think it's really important that, and I mean I take it off regarding teaching, I think it's really important that people choose things that make them happy. Hmm. And I think this is very important about 2008, learning to make the choices that make you happy. So I choose not to teach in November and December so I can just spend time with my family in the holidays and not feel rushed to run across the bridge and teach in a hotel. Yeah. And when the girls come home from college, I can spend quality time with them. But in January, I start back my teaching schedule. So on January 16th, um, my new series of classes for the year begin. And all will be in um, the hotel, the Residence Inn Hotel in Seattle. And it's a Wednesday night class. I'll be teaching every month a Wednesday night class between, um, I believe it's 7 to 9 p.m. Yep, had a look at my notes really quickly. And this particular class is called Manifest Your Goals and Desires. And it's a two-hour class. I do readings in the class and I teach about manifesting and do personal readings on people that help educate the entire class about whatever the subject matter will be. Mm. Yeah. And then on February 15th, I will be at East West Bookstore teaching a class called Balance Your Human Energy System. And if you want to register for that class, you'll need to do it through East West Bookstore. And I'll hand out that phone number a little bit later. So why don't you go ahead, Tom, and hand out our toll-free number before we go to break. Certainly. If you have a question for Marie, go ahead and give us a call locally at 425-373-5527. One more time, that number, 425-373-5527. Or you can give us a call toll-free at 1-877-825-8828. One more time, that number, 877 877- 825-8828. Go ahead and give us a call. We do have a few lines open right now. And while we're off at break, um, allowing things to happen in radio world, I would love everyone to think about how you would rate your life in these specific categories. Your family, your career, partnership, creativity, friendships, and finances. And rate them on a scale of one to three. One being mm, not very happy. Two, boring. <laughs> and three, yay! Um, and, and I'm going to talk about that when we come back on the air um, discuss about how a person can really bring their whole life into balance because all of these areas of our life are very important and we're about to embark on a brand new year. So we want to embark whole, healthy, happy, and well. And we'll be right back with Marie Menu Cherry Show.
Marie is excited to announce a new class lineup for next year. In addition to her weekend Reiki workshop, which she will teach twice next year in the Seattle area and once in Oregon, she is adding a new workshop entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. Marie's one-day workshops will include her annual automatic writing class, backed by popular demand. New to the schedule for next year includes a class that will take an in-depth look into understanding illnesses facing children. As more and more of our children are faced with increasing illnesses and challenges, we as members of their families and society need to gain a better understanding as to what is behind these illnesses from a spiritual and energetic basis. Another exciting new class is entitled The Energy Medicine Experience. Join Marie in learning how to expand on the experience of energy medicine. Marie will also continue her traditional monthly evening classes covering a host of interesting topics, new and old, as well as expanding her teachings to outside Washington State. Stay tuned for upcoming dates and further details. Listen to the Marie Manu Cherry Show live Thursday evenings, 7 to 8 p.m. with an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Every Thursday between noon and 1 and 7 and 8 p.m. Brought to you by Sorio Passio ARNP at the Woodenville Women's Healthcare Clinic. Learn about chakras and energy medicine. Listen to Marie Manu Cherry Show every Thursday night between 7 and 8 p.m. and an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Brought to you by Alicia Weinberg, acupuncturist in Woodenville, Washington. For more information for Alicia Weinberg, you can contact her at www.ayafa.com. A-Y-A-F-F-A.com. Don't touch that dial. You might miss something life-changing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. So I'm hoping that you have your pens and paper ready. Did some scoring during the break. Hopefully you had enough time to score. These six areas, at least that I've determined through my last newsletter, are really important in the growth and expansion of what I think is you know, the journey of self-discovery, really the journey of our souls. That's what we're all here for. We're learning to evolve our souls. So that these six areas are family, career, partnership, creativity, friendships, and finances. So if you scored anything between... 15 to 18, a total point. So you are scoring yourself between one and three. Are you doing this in your head, Tom, mentally? <laughs> uh, no, I would need to write it down. <laughs> okay. I can do things. I'm, I'm good at multitasking, but not too much multitasking. Oh, okay. He looked like he was thinking yeah. this into his head, adding it up, and he wasn't smiling, actually. He was frowning <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> So if, if you scored anywhere between 15 to 18 points, congratulations. You know, I think that you're doing a great job, that you, you may have a few areas in your life that you want to adjust, but you're actually, you know, on, on a good place. Wait, let's, let's do it again. So okay. I can write it down. All right. So what? It's uh, family. Family. Career. Career. Partnership. Partnership. Creativity. Okay. Friendship and finances. And so one would be... It's not going very well. You're not happy at all. You wish it would change. You don't really like the situation at all. A two is, "Mm, it's okay, but boring. It's a little flaccid. Not Mm. very fun. And then three is, yay, I'm having such a wonderful time. Yay. And, and so, you know, if, if you notice you've got a lot of ones when you're scoring yourself in these areas, then it's, it's going to be important to make some changes. And so when I think of making changes in our life instead of New Year's resolutions, how about finding areas of our life where we are not happy and finding productive, helpful, soulful ways to create joy and happiness in our lives? And so this gives us a little idea of the areas that we need to focus on, right? So how'd you do, Tom? 14. Oh, 14. Okay, yes. yeah. So... You're, you're pretty good there. I'm pretty, okay, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so what area was the lowest scoring? <laughs> Partnership. Partnership, okay. <laughs> I'm painfully single. Painfully single. Hmm. <laughs> Might be getting some phone calls for you on there. So painfully single. So what are you going to do in 2008 to change that if you want it to be different? Mm, nothing. Yeah, okay, then, then that means next year you're going to have a one again. Well, that's fine. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. No, that's not something that I need. You know, okay, but I'm, is it something that you want? Eh, yeah, but not, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. So if you're all listening, this is Tom really kind of rating it a two. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not really happy. It doesn't make him mm. sad, but it, it's so it's kind of boring. It bums me out sometimes, <laughs> but not all the time. Okay. So. 
I think a, a big part of this is learning to believe that we deserve to be happy, that we deserve to be in joy, that, that every area of our life can be fantastic. But we do need to recognize the areas that aren't and put some energy into it, positive, mm-hmm. patient, caring energy. And I notice we have a caller on the line. We do. Great. I have no idea who it is, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi, who is this? Hi, this is Marilyn. Hi, Marilyn. How are you? Hi, doing great. Good. What can I do for you? Oh, gosh, Marie, I'm a client of yours, and I have been for years. I first want to say thank you so much for all the good work you do. You're welcome. Thank you so much for participating in that hard work. Oh, thank you. Well, here's my question of the night. Sure. I... uh, uh, I'm a cancer survivor. I know. I actually know who you are. I recognize your voice right away. <laughs> and I've actually been meaning to um, call you because we've talked about you coming on the show. Oh, that would be Yeah. Delightful. So I was thinking in February, um, we're, it's going to be the cancer month in my mind, you know, talking to people who have recovered and who are survivors of cancer, and then also talking about your work where you coach people through these. Yes, I do. I yeah. coach people uh, with cancer and other illness. And but I noticed something interesting yes. in my body that I wanted to ask you okay. about, if I may. Sure, and That please. is, um, ever since I completed chemotherapy for myself, mm-hmm. I, and I've made a lot of positive changes in my life, and mm-hmm. overall, I, I'd say I really like my life now. I know. It's a great, great life. Which is really good. But yeah. I noticed that, I noticed a funny thing at the end of chemotherapy, and even continuing now, I noticed the stiffness in right. my hips. Right, right. And it's been a bit of a mystery to me. Is it just in your hips? Well, I'd say hip and lower back, okay. but mostly it's not lower back pain. It's mostly just a real stiffness in the hip. Tightness in the joints. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, I, I didn't know what your physical complaint was as you were speaking until you mentioned it, but what I did get overall is this lack of letting go. And when people hold on to things and they have a hard time releasing the past or moving forward, if you will, and hips are all about moving forward, then joint stiffness can set in. You know, the synovial fluid gets a little dry or doesn't circulate in the joint um, cavities as well, and and that can cause the the tightness. And when I'm in your body, what I'm getting, because you've made such enormous change, one of the reasons why you are a survivor of of an illness that worries and concerns most of us here on the planet um, is because you have made significant life changes. And I think there's a part of you that just hasn't completely celebrated that. You oh. know, I think you're, I think you're, in my opinion, you're still scared, hoping that everything turns out wonderful, which it is. It's mm-hmm. just a process like everything else, like the first business you built, you know, and raising a family and the home that you've created. It all takes time for it to cultivate and to mature into something that you go, yay, and mm-hmm. right. And, and so I think that um, giving yourself permission recognizing that you have made incredible strides, but giving yourself permission to let go of the past and the old Marilyn, because I also see you um, doing the very best you can to fit into your current friendships that you have. And I think many of those are on, they're morphing, let's put it that way. They're on their way out in Mm -hmm. some respect, um, because it's hard for some of your friends to see who you've become. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, you're this, you've always been strong, but now you're even more confident in your strength. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that there's this letting go that is being asked of you. Okay. Uh, so I would do some hip circles to help warm up the area, helps with the second chakra and passion and joy. And then I would um, sit down with yourself and give yourself a little pep talk about all the great changes you've made and that it's okay to be so different because you are such a different person than you were even a year ago. Yeah, it really feels that way too. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> I know. Thank goodness because that's the recipe for health and healing, in my opinion, is to make conscious progressive, positive change. I agree. Right. And that's what you teach your clients, yep. correct? Yes, right. I do. And change is scary. And so you've already made significant change. And so there may be fear about, oh my gosh, is there more change to come? Right? Yeah. And there is. There's going to be a lot more change. Yeah. So learning to be comfortable with that. Yeah. Thank you. That's tremendous. You're welcome. So you and I will chat. I'll either email you or talk on the phone so we can have you in the studio in February. Oh, what fun that will be. Oh, great. I'm so glad that you want to come and hang out with me. Yes. Thank you for your help. You're welcome. Good luck. And let me know how it works, Marilyn. All right. Thank let you. Me know. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye. So back to this list. And, and sure, partnership is an area for people. But most people, when I, I, when I ask them about their careers, most people are not happy with their jobs. Hmm. And that's, that's sad. Yeah. I think that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's the truth. Yeah, it yeah, is. Well, I mean, there's a certain amount of jobs that just, they got to be filled. Somebody's got to do them. Well, here's what I think. I think that as the consciousness of the human race expands, then more and more creative jobs will become available to us. You know, 
already we're sending quite a bit of work that we may not be interested in doing to third world countries, which I'm actually in support of, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. You know, when credit card companies train people who live in other nations who perhaps need more resources um, to survive, right? And they're doing a job that we may not consider to be creative, but they're happy for the employment and happy for the food on their tables for their families. Yeah. That gives us more opportunity to be creative. We're very fortunate to live in North America. And if, and if we have a hard time going to work every day in a nine to five job that doesn't make us smile, then we are fortunate enough to be able to expand and practice and uh, co-create. We're very fortunate here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So are you liking your jobs? Yeah. Good. Yes, very much. Okay, great. So that the, one, that one scored a. Where was that? That's that one scored a two. A two. Okay, a two. so a little boring. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Yeah. So what are you doing to make that a little bit different? Mm. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's okay. But you know, be <laughs> be aware that a three is the best. Oh know? yeah. A three is the best. How can you get to a three? How can you really feel motivated, inspired? Um, how can you truly enjoy your life? Well, we only had two twos. Only I know that's why you you are actually doing above average. Most people Woo-hoo. gain twos all the way through, or you know ones and twos, yeah. which makes it difficult, right? Well, yeah. rock on. Yeah, so you're doing great. Congrats, yeah. and you're young, so yeah, relatively you're, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you're making steady progress in your life. So our toll free number tonight is eight seven seven eight two five. 8828. Or what's the local number here, Tom? Uh, that local number is 425-373-5527. One more time, those numbers locally, 425-373-5527 or toll free at 877-825-8828. One of the things that I think is really important when people are making life choices is to discover what does make them happy. Because how can you choose more happiness when you're not even sure what makes you happy? Oh, yeah, totally. You yeah. got to know what it is you... Right. That makes you happy before you can try and pursue that. Otherwise, right. you're chasing shadows. Well, in other words, how to feel joy. And that means to get out of the head, sit somewhere in the lower abdominal area, or somehow be connected to the cells below the neck and allow yourself to feel joy. You know, to, am I joyful when I'm going for a walk? What is the most happiest moment I've had today? So that you can begin to connect the dots. Okay, this made me happy. This didn't make me happy. And so that when you're making a decision, if you have a profound feeling in your body and it's not joyful, mm. then perhaps an, another decision needs to be made. And what I find interesting is that most people are looking for the whys. Why didn't that make me happy? How come mm. I shouldn't walk that way? And I actually ask, please don't ask that question. Those questions will come to you later on. The answers, I mean, yeah. will come to you later on. Just go ahead and walk towards joy and happiness, whatever that means to you, even if it doesn't make common sense. Well, because a lot of those questions that people are asking themselves will reveal themselves later. The Absolutely. Are just as you discover that happiness. Right. You're going to be like, oh, well, this is why I wasn't working before. Right. Because then it's, it's the, one of those, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty kind of things. You right. look back on it and then you're like, well, duh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and we don't need to know the logical reason behind the choices we make. And so, so many human beings make decisions out of logic rather than feeling, rather being present in their own body and allowing their natural guidance system to guide them towards their destiny, whether it's a job, a partnership, a place to live, or some creative endeavor that allows them to self-express in a more profound way. And that's what really what we're here for. Oh, yeah. And so I invite all of you to really um, look at your life and feel inspired, at least in 2008, hopefully for the rest of your life. And, and we all could be living a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so when you're in a job for 35 years and you don't enjoy it, or you're living in a community or a home that you don't like for 45 years, or you're in a partnership, you know, yeah. for decades, What's and you're not happy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there are definitely points to all aspects of life. But wouldn't it be wonderful to live a life where we just feel enormously grateful? Oh, yeah. So that's the next part of it. As you are in your body, feeling what feels happy, feeling what isn't feeling happy, to then have gratitude. Hmm. Um, So like in my life, I'm hoping to move in the next two to three years. You know, all my kids will be in college in about eight or nine months. And I would love to have a place that maybe had a peak of you view of the lake and a a private entrance for my offices. And so what I'm doing, of course, is creating that in my head. What would it look like? What would it feel like to come home to a a home that way? And also appreciating where I live right now, Mm. you know, loving even the stains on the carpet or the paint that needs to be on the porch or, you know, just really enjoying the fact that our whole family has lived there and enjoyed this wonderful home. So that's a big part of manifesting, having gratitude for where you are and appreciation, and at the same time, feeling what it would feel like to have what you're wanting in your life. Hmm. Hmm, That's the ticket. That's a big ticket. So I noticed that we have a caller on the line. We do. We have uh, Kristen on the line with us. Hi, Kristen. 
Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? You know, Marie, it's finally time for me to get off my butt and move. <laughs> and um, I've made it. I finally said that I'm going to move like in six months. Okay. And I have a feeling, you know, I've been toying with, I thought it was going to be Hawaii. Now I'm kind of focusing on the Southwest. I really don't know, but I know I'm going to get up and go somewhere in six months. Wow. So, um, I don't know. I, and I keep on getting all these issues. Today I did something where I tweaked my back out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like the universe going, get out of the old career and start <laughs> the new career. Well, I thought you were already doing that because now I, I know who you are. Now I've listened to your voice for a few moments on the air and <laughs> I know exactly. Thank you for the Christmas phone call. Oh, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and so why haven't you moved into that new career more fully? Well, you know what? It's part of that security in the mm-hmm. old the mm-hmm. old job, you know, the the money's still in the landscaping. Right. So, you know, I mean, if I didn't have all this wonderful debt that I've created, <laughs> you know, I would be doing it wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and I don't think we're supposed to let, you know, something like debt stop us from living our life because you'll probably create it again in some way, fashion, or yeah. form. We all tend to do that, and then we find ways to... Um, create it to go away for periods of time. You know, yeah. and sometimes it's important that we use resources to have new experiences, right? That sometimes can create a little bit of a back, um, a backflow, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the truth is, and you and I've talked about this, that your heart is not in landscaping anymore. No, it doesn't make you happy. Mm-mm. Yeah. And of course, then you're talking about your body because it is physical labor, you know, and you have a strong body, but if it's speaking to you because it's yelling, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> it's like not another day in the rain. <laughs> right. And you're one of the fortunate people in the world who's actually figured out what makes you happy and what feeds you passionately. Yeah. There are a lot of people who have absolutely no clue about that. But then how do I take the next step? Where to go, you know? You have to jump. I think, yeah, I think it's six months comes. If I don't have a place, I'm just going to get in the car and go. <laughs> Grab the animals and off we go. So you think moving will make a, a big difference in... You know what? It's not even... I don't think the moving and career thing are... Related? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like I think about my reality here and it's, right. it's... I'm just so getting the push. It's time to go. Nope. It's time to go. Okay. And w- when I am around you, I am in Red Rock areas. So, you know, so if, yeah. you, you know if, if it is Arizona or Santa Fe or something of that nature, the Red Rocks... Um, do feel good when I'm around you. And I agree. I don't think that they are inseparable. I don't think you have to move to have your career. Yeah. I think you have to jump. And Just jumping, have to go. Yeah, jumping doesn't mean getting in your car, throwing the animals in and driving through states. <laughs> Although, feel free, of course, to do what, what moves you. Um, it's all about believing in yourself, having confidence, mm-hmm. maybe not knowing why you're going to do the things that you are impassioned by. Remember, it doesn't have to make... Um, common sense. Mm -hmm. It's all about doing what you love. Then the rewards follow. The abundance follows. And I I do believe that. It's just kind of that, you know, leap of faith, faith, that blind kind of, because, you know, I toyed with that Hawaii thing. I went there twice. Right. That's beautiful, right? The big island gorgeous. Christ, you're not there again. I know. Well, you know, (laughs) three kids in college. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But but here's the part that's going to be really important for you. Mm -hmm. And that part is you have a tendency to and of course we're on the air, but you have a tendency to belittle yourself and put yourself down. Mm -hmm. And so when you come up against the odds of, wow, am I going to be successful? Am I going to be able to make this work? You're going to have to be your best ally, your Mm -hmm. best friend, your best lover. Yes. And and tell yourself the truth. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're going to be successful at the things that make you happy. That's Mm -hmm. what we were created to do, not to do things that society said, in order to be a successful person, in order to be responsible, these are the things that you are meant to do, Mm -hmm. but to actually follow your heart. And you know how considerate and compassionate you are to other people. So oh, yeah. the, you are. <laughs> so the next person that is requiring this same amount of compassion and consideration is you. Right? So you're worth it. You're you're worth the jump off the cliff mm-hmm. to believe in yourself and investigate or invest in your future mm-hmm. and to remind yourself that of course I will be successful. Yeah. Right? I've got to get an I'm number one tattoo <laughs> on my shoulder. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, thanks so much, Marie. You're welcome. And good luck. And keep me posted. I want to know how you're doing. I will. All right. Have a wonderful new year. Thank you. Same right. to you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. So, you know, that that's really the truth of it. Many people are afraid to make the changes, even when they have figured out what really makes them happy. Well, sometimes change can be a big thing. I, yeah, I it think... It can be a scary thing. I agree. But what we all are... You know, we're all here to evolve, and yeah. change is not an option. Oh, yeah. So it's part of the process. It's something that is required as we continue to evolve as, as the species we are now. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not—it can be scary, but you got to do it. 
You got to do it. Got to jump it. off the cliff. Yeah, that's a moment where I would say, man up. <laughs> man up and get it done. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to look at it. So we will be right back with Marie Manucherry Show. And those phone numbers again are 877-825-8828. And what's the local number? 425-373-5527. Wonderful. We'll be right back. Listen to the Marie Manu Cherry Show live Thursday evenings, 7 to 8 p.m. with an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Every Thursday between noon and 1 and 7 and 8 p.m. Brought to you by Sorio Passio ARNP at the Woodenville Women's Healthcare Clinic. Marie is excited to announce a new class lineup for next year. In addition to her weekend Reiki workshop, which she will teach twice next year in the Seattle area and once in Oregon, she is adding a new workshop entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. Marie's one-day workshops will include her annual automatic writing class, backed by popular demand. New to the schedule for next year includes a class that will take an in-depth look to understanding illnesses facing children. As more and more of our children are faced with increasing illnesses and challenges, we as members of their families and society need to gain a better understanding as to what is behind these illnesses from a spiritual and energetic basis. Another exciting new class is entitled The Energy Medicine Experience. Join Marie in learning how to expand on the experience of energy medicine. Marie will also continue her traditional monthly evening classes covering a host of interesting topics, new and old as well as expanding her teachings to outside Washington State. Stay tuned for upcoming dates and further details. Learn about chakras and energy medicine. Listen to Marie Manu Cherry Show every Thursday night between 7 and 8 p.m. and an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Brought to you by Alicia Weinberg, acupuncturist in Woodenville, Washington. For more information for Alicia Weinberg, you can contact her at www.iafa.com, A-Y-A-F-F-A.com. 1150kknw.com. It's why they invented the internet. We think Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. So we're talking about not having these New Year's resolutions, which Tom is in agreement with me, which I always love that, Tom, when you agree yeah. with me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't do it just to agree with you. I actually do feel the same way yeah. about them, yeah. And so the key is to appreciate the accomplishments you've made. Oh, yeah. And, and then move forward more in a co-creative process, not in, oh, my gosh, I need to lose 20 pounds oh, or yeah. I need to quit smoking, which I highly recommend that if you're smoking, please learn to quit smoking. <laughs> um, or, you know, <laughs> hint, hint. just a little hint. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I, I need to do mm, I need to make sure that uh, oh, I, I'm not sure what an, another New Year's resolution might be. Yeah. How can you think of one? Because I always think about weight, smoking. And generally, it's health-related issues right. for most people, or it's financial right. stuff like, uh, you know, I'm going to save more money this right. year, work on, you know, right. putting money in CDs or, sure. you know, 401k or something right. like that. And all of those are lovely things to do, but yeah. for some reason, New Year's resolutions have a negative energy around them because so many people have a tendency to fail with them. So when you go ahead and try to make a New Year's resolution, there is this more tendency to fail and not really feel that you accomplished it. So if you can look back at 2007 and go, oh my gosh, look at all the things I accomplished yeah. from um, you know, I mentioned some of this earlier, but um, well, and I I just thought right. of something just now what? that ties everything in what we were talking about before the break and just now. Okay, and looking back and appreciating that change because we're talking about how change is something that is required right for, you for to, evolution for you to move forward in your life. Right. Well, because change is scary, it will help you to change more easier to look back at the changes you've already absolutely. made. Absolutely. That's and absolutely correct. When you look back at it like that, then you could say, oh my God, I thought mm -hmm. it was going to be so difficult and it really right. was not that hard. So right. these things that I'm building up in my head to seem like they're mountains are really molehills. <laughs> and it's so true because one of the things I wanted to do really over the last couple of years, but I didn't really accomplish it until this year was to exercise more. Yeah. And my friend Janet, again, who pulls me up off the couch and makes sure that we go on these long walks. So I'm walking, you know, miles and miles a week and I'm now taking yoga 
and dancing around the house more, which is great <laughs> exercise with small weights. There you go. Yeah. So Just put some music on and rock out, exactly. dance around the house. So you think about the things you know that you have already accomplished yeah. and appreciate that so that you can move forward in co-creation. Yes. Not a New Year's resolution, yes. but learning how to visualize what you want and believing in yourself, having confidence and appreciating yourself and having gratitude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we have another caller on the line. We do. We have uh, Teresa on the line with us. Hi, Teresa. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. And you're calling from Indiana. Yes, I am. Wonderful. What can I do for you? Well, um, I spoke with you a few weeks ago. Um, It's about a relationship and about I was was trying to make the distinction for myself between when I was feeling um, fears about moving on Mm -hmm. um, or whether I was actually trusting my intuition Right. Well, what, you know, what was telling me when you said it sounded like I was looking for a, a piece of paper from the universe that said, <laughs> yeah. you know, go left, go left. And um, and I think, you know, I do have a number of people advising me. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it, it becomes very difficult. You know, I've got a therapist who, who, you know, really feels that I have stuff that I need to work through for my family of origin, um, you know, to let the love you know, forgive my father and, you know, let love into my life and, mm-hmm. and that, you know, possibly I'm just not really open to the love that is present in my yeah. current well, relationship. And, and, and I love therapy. I think it's a great thing. I've, I've had it on and off in my life. You know, when certain profound things have happened, I go get therapy for a few months. Um, but you're pretty, in my opinion, you're, you're pretty grounded. You're pretty aware. You're paying attention. I'm not saying that you don't have some issues to deal with your family. I think we all do for all of our life. It's like layers of onions, right, that we peel away and we work on different Mm -hmm. dimensions of our childhood, um, Mm -hmm. which are, you know, the root chakra is developed during childhood, and it's the foundation for our our entire energetic system. And so when um, when we're working on these issues, as we progress and evolve, then the layers just change. But I don't really see that love that she's talking about, (laughs) you know, in the, I don't, in, in my opinion, when I look at the rela- relationship, you're, you already know which direction you would like to go into. You're just holding back because you're worried about everybody else and how it's going to affect them. And in my opinion, you're not thinking about your own happiness. And, and I have a belief that when you make decisions that are good for you, they're good for mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, you said that. You said that last time, and I, mm-hmm. and I, I really I want to believe that so much. I, it's um, really true. And um, I, I, I hope that it's true. It's I really mean, true. It's, it's bizarre. I mean, I've I've said I want to. I mean, I I'm not sure that the love is there either. I mean, well, I think that there's a love of um of an image, right, of right, a family that and we have, and it's okay for things to change. It's okay, you know. We live for such a long period these days. I think it's difficult for us to expect that we're going to stay in one relationship our entire lifespan. For those people mm-hmm. who are able to do that and to grow and change together, that's wonderful. Congratulations to them. But I don't. I think that working out male and female relationships is what is a big part of our evolutionary process right now. And I don't think we're that great at it yet. We're still trying to figure it out. And so, you know, I think that, you know, that this person in your life does love you and loves the family and, in my opinion, would love things to work out, but doesn't want to put a lot of energy or effort into it. And you've put a ton of energy and effort into this relationship, and it still isn't where you want it to be. So, in my opinion, you know, it's time for you to ask yourself privately, um, what do you want? What's going to make you the happiest? And truly, when you choose what's good for you, it's good for everyone. Other people yeah. in the world who may be more narcissistic or selfish, I wouldn't necessarily be giving them the same advice. But the majority of the people who levitate towards me are incredibly compassionate and amazing givers. So that's why I'll say these things over and over and over again, because those are the people who are attracted to me. And, and what I'm doing is teaching people to learn spiritual selfishness, where, you know, you are truly here for your own evolution. And if you hold yourself back, you're not helping your family and you're holding back your own blessings, not to mention the blessings that are also available for this person that aren't related to you. So mm-hmm. it's, it's important to do what makes you feel happy. And you're going right. to do it. I see you doing it. So you'll have to keep me posted. <laughs> but I see you making those changes. Yes. And, yes. and congratulations. I uh, applaud you in choosing yourself. And I think it will benefit your family in the long run enormously. All right. Well, thank okay. you so much. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Okay, you too. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I'm noticing that we have some more callers on the line. We do. The phones are just lighting up like Christmas yeah, trees right now. Yeah, we like that. Yes, indeed we do. <laughs> and we've got uh, Joan on the line with us. Hi, Joan. Hi, Marie. How are you? 
I'm very good. Thanks for um, for all that you do. Oh, I just love hearing your program. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. What can I do for you? I my husband is listening on the radio, and I told him Hi, husband. I, <laughs> I was going to call in and ask about about his health uh-huh. and see if there's anything um, um, that you see that might be uh, the cause of some of his. Um, Health issues. issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. health issues. Well, um, he has very interesting energy. I mean, when I'm in his aura, I feel like I'm in an egg egg beater. So I feel like I'm being scrambled, literally. Oh. And, and the main part of his aura that I'm in is the second layer of the field. It's called the emotional response center. It's approximately two feet away from the physical body. And it's where all the emotions are for the body. And um, for his life, where uh-huh. his emotions are. And unfortunately, or fortunately, any way you want to look at it, it's not his favorite thing to do is to feel his emotions. You're right. Mm-hmm. And so his body's reacting, his, you know, because it's really time for him to step up his awareness and his consciousness. And by the way, I think you guys have a lovely relationship. <laughs> Just you. letting you know. Um, I do see those out in the world, even though I tell lots of people that I'm not seeing that with them. Um, I'm definitely seeing that with the two of you. It's quite lovely. Um, And so it's going to be important for him to spend more time in his body and to feel his feelings. He has a lot of pain, um, kind of a residue from early childhood, um, early adulthood, and actually all the way up into his early 30s. And I don't know how old he is, um, but that's where I am in the timeline. And and it's going to be important for him to cry about these things. Uh Uh-huh. So that things don't get stuck. Because his health issues to me don't look horrific. They're kind of chronic conditions. They're exactly. And, and, but they're kind of building. So, you know, chronic conditions can build and kind of layer on top of each other. And then you have something that's, you know, more acute. It's requiring more medical intervention. Yes. And, and sometimes, well, most of the time, I think if we can use preventative medicine, whether it's through energy work or naturopathic work or Feldenkrais work or whatever we have going out in the world, um, then you can prevent these acute problems where we may need medical, you know, traditional medicine that makes sometimes harder for the body to heal, takes longer sometimes for the body to heal. Um, and, and so ultimately, even with these um, somewhat uh, um, chronic situation that's going in his life, you know, getting rid of the, um, I know I'm kind of speaking out here because I'm, his energy system, again, scrambles me. <laughs> uh-huh. Because ev- I was in his second layer of the film and I'm in his emotions and then he doesn't want me there. I was there too long. You uh-huh. know, so he kind of kicked me out, uh-huh. which you may feel from time to time oh, yeah. in this relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a great book uh, written, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. Ooh. And I think it's a phenomenal book. It talks about pain and um, wounds from childhood and gives great examples on healing and how we sometimes demonstrate our pain in the world. So a, a good cry for him would be wonderful. And to avoid sugar um, and carbohydrates, to eat more vegetables and s- sources of healthy protein for him. So avoid breads and carbs and sugar. Okay. Okay. We're trying to do that. Good. That Excellent. Great. Excellent. I hope that helps. It helps a whole lot. Wonderful. Right. Wonderful. And could I just ask? Yes. Could are there? Um, could you give me some homework for you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you know, you're doing a really good job of learning some detachment with your husband. You love him very much. You want him to be well, but you're no longer carrying this burden that you have to heal him. Yeah. And I'm saying, yay! Congratulations. I believe people heal themselves, even. The person that I am and what I do in the world, I, I still believe that people heal themselves, which is wonderful because then I, you know, I get to applaud their healing so that they continue, can continue their healing processes throughout their lifetime. So you're doing an excellent job. And I would spend some time while he's going through this, through this emotional awareness that he's going to begin to experience. I would spend some time grounding in your, in your own energy and into the earth okay, so that you won't feel pushed off your rocker and want to reach out and help him again. Right, right. Okay, so do some grounding exercise like stomping and punching your fist towards the earth. And my favorite phrase is, I'm here, I'm staying, I'm doing, um, I deserve to be here, and I live here in joy. I've heard you say that. I like that. Good. So I would do that a couple times a day so that as he gets into his sorrow and his pain, um, that you won't feel propelled to reach out and catch him. Okay. Okay? That's great. Okay. Great. Happy holidays. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. And I'm noticing we have another caller. We do. We have one more. Thank God we're going to be able to get to her. We have, <laughs> you uh, were worried there, weren't you? <laughs> uh, for a second, I was. I sometimes get concerned. Well, you know, we well, got him on hold for a while. You don't well, want to keep Well, Tom is our, you know, he's keeping score of the time that we have on the air and the minutes are counting down. And That's he why to I told make... you earlier I can multitask good, but you give me too many things to multitask. <laughs> oh, you're doing a great I, job. I freeze up like a PC. <laughs> <laughs> you're great. So I noticed we have Jane from Seattle. We do. 
Hello, Jane. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? Great, thanks. Good. What can I do for you? Well, my dad was recently diagnosed with, I can't remember the disease now, it's something Mm -hmm. with his central... Nervous, nervous system? system? Was it yeah. Parkinson's disease? or? Yeah, uh, it's not Parkinson's. Uh-huh. It's something rheumatica, something. Huh. I, I wish I knew, but it yeah. doesn't sound familiar to me. Uh, apparently, uh, well, anyway, so he's on medication mm-hmm. for it. I've mm-hmm. recently, you know, learned to talk to people on the other side a little bit. So people so have I, passed over, yes. He hasn't. No, but I mean, you said that you've learned to talk to people who've passed over. Who have passed over, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to speak to my well, actually, I did tonight speak with my grandfather, which oh, is good. his father. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, and I and I feel like he's telling me he's having a great time and that um, my dad needs to cry a little bit more, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's something he's not telling me, and I just wonder if what you see or what you hear. You mean with your grandfather with that my he's grandfather. not telling you? Well, what he, go ahead. In regards to possibly how it would help him heal. In oh, help your dad heal? Right. Well, here's what I'm getting about your father. And even though he wasn't diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, energetically, that's what he looks like to me. I mean, I'm in his central nervous system. I'm in his crown chakra. And um, people who tend to be controlling um, can develop some central nervous system problems or dysfunctions. And so earlier, the caller that we just had on the phone, um, I was appreciating that she's no longer reaching out to catch her husband, you know, and I I think you're going to just have to let your dad be where he is, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and not be concerned about him healing, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, or physically, and just, you know, appreciate where he is in his life and all that he's accomplished thus far. Mm -hmm. That will help him live longer Mm -hmm. anyway, rather than putting pressure on him because your dad doesn't like pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, he likes to control his environment. And so if you're energetically pushing up against him, trying to get him to move or be motivated mm-hmm. to change, he, he's going to push up against you. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how much time he has left on the planet, but I'm not seeing a timeline. So he's definitely got time left, which is lovely. And, and so you want to spend as much quality time with him as possible. What your grandfather is saying is that you were, you know, he says you've been talking to other people on the other side, not just him, and that you worry too much about it. <laughs> about talking to people? Yeah, like, am I getting this right? I is totally that, do. Is that really there? Did yeah. that really happen? And so your grandfather's saying, ah, oh, just relax about it. Yes, okay. you're going to get all the information you need and to trust what you're receiving and really enjoy this time because it's, it's like giving birth. You know, it's yeah. a brand oh, yeah. new process. You've got a, a whole new way of being a multisensory person on the planet where you're allowing yourself to connect to those people who are no longer living in a physical body yeah. who can contribute to your life and the lives of others. So really enjoying it and not worrying about how perfect it is. One of the things that always bothered me as a medium is getting people's names. It's not how I generally work. Occasionally it happens. I can see their hair and their clothing and their personality and I can pass messages on. And it used to really bother me that I wouldn't get people's names. And um, I've learned to just accept that that's okay. That, you know, maybe they're not using their name very much on the other side. And, and that's really not who they are anymore. They're a totally different being. So your um, grandfather is saying, just enjoy the process. You're doing a great job. He appreciates the messages that you do receive and that any messages that you pass on to other people, not just your family members, but other people in your community. Because right. he says that you've gotten messages from friends. I have. And yeah. I have passed the information on to them, which is extremely, you know, heartening for me. It makes me feel more confident and, you know, each time I step out and say something that I experience. Wonderful. Congratulations. That's lovely. So your grandfather's cheerleading you and he's saying, don't worry. That's so great. I thought he was saying everything's fine. Everything's fine with your dad and everything's fine with you. Yeah. Your dad is fine, by the way. You know, even though he got this diagnosis, I think the medicine will work well for him. And he's going to make some changes. And I believe it's rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I, I, something like that. I Googled it. Oh, okay. you did? I, oh. I Googled rheumatoid and nervous system, and that's what came up. It's funny because I'm in his seventh chakra, and rheumatoid arthritis is a root chakra experience for me. You know, it's about, and of course, it is a control situation as well, where a person won't let go of the past, and then their joints hurt, kind of like one of the callers that we had earlier. So that's very interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is something, he's on um, a lot of medication. I think he's trying right. to taper that off. Right. But it is his whole nervous system that's affected. Wow. Wow. So, well, we wish him complete health and yes. wellness now and in the years to come. And I wish you a wonderful time communicating with all the people that you are becoming friends with. Thank you. And passing on those messages to your friends and family members. Thank you so much. Thank Marie. you so much for calling in. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks. 
So we're winding down the Marie Manu Cherry Show. You can listen to this show again, an encore presentation um, next week, Thursday at noon. And then we will be live again between 7 and 8. And next week, we're going to have Dennis Flaherty. He's an Avedic astrologer. He'll be in the studio um, talking about trends in 2008 and giving readings over the air, which I'm very excited about. And then um, on the 17th of January, we are going to have Gwen Williams, who is a feng shui person who has um, many specialties within interior design and lighting and um, she was recently written up in the Seattle Times and I'm just grateful that I got to meet her and we get to have her in the studio talking about our spaces and creating positive energy. So as always, I wish everyone out in Radio World a wonderful evening, a happy weekend, health and safety, and to speak to you soon on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. Views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.